You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. I want to welcome everybody tuning in. This is the Noon Report. You can uh, see it live. We simulcast it on our Facebook page at Sean DePietro Show. Sometimes we also simulcast as well on YouTube. But just for today, since it's a Friday, um, we're just on Facebook Live. And then also, this is the Noon Report. It's Friday. It is February 24th at 12.06. This is the John DePietro Show. And don't forget, tonight, as a matter of fact, 7 o'clock, Cranston PD Live where we ride along with Cranston Police. I'll have to double check. I'm not exactly sure what episode this is, believe it or not. Um, I think it is, we just, I think, you know, I should know this. <clears throat> We're riding, tonight will be Juan and the Paisan. We're going to be riding with Sergeant Corvesi. Tonight is episode 16, 16 tonight. With um, with Sergeant Corvesi. Let me just put that in. Okay, tonight is episode 16, Cranston PD Live. People like it. Now, last night, as a matter of fact, boy, last night was a, a busy night in the city of Cranston as far as for public safety. If you saw the Facebook feed, we, we were first on the scene and right there as there was an armed standoff. And again, great job by the Cranston police. And then afterwards, we interviewed Sergeant Bruno. They were able to, as a veteran, it was very emotional. They were able to uh, end it peacefully, end it peacefully with someone who's going through a difficult time, as many of our veterans are, as a matter of fact. And then last night, as I mentioned last hour, there was um, a fatal fire, fatal fire in in Cranston. And the reason I mention that is I know the section. It's it's kind of the area, if you know Cranston, it's it's um south of Budlong Pool, but north of Garden City. So if you're on Reservoir Avenue, <coughs> excuse me, if you're on Reservoir Avenue leaving Garden City going north, um it's that, that area right there. Um Name escapes me, but it's it's between Pontiac Avenue and and Reservoir Avenue, and apparently two dead following the Cranston house fire. They're still trying to determine the cause. Two elderly men were killed in the fire. It's so odd. Broke out Whitewood Drive, two thirty in the morning. Twenty five firefighters responded to the scene. Neighbor said, Channel 12 has a photo. I think Channel 6 has it, too. I looked outside, saw the house was ablaze. Cranston Fire did a phenomenal job. They were right on the scene. Back of the house sustained heavy damage. Front windows completely blown out. So one thing, um, certainly now, again, they're trying to determine the cause. I um, I woke up at 4.30 in the morning, and I, I knew it was there, but I had I had just gone to sleep at 1 o'clock. So, um, and we have a busy day today, and then I have to be out with the police tonight. So, uh, and on that point, I think the fire basically had been out. But it's, um, 
you know, I, and I don't know exactly. Two elderly men will have to find it's definitely a two-story house. Not exactly sure what happened, but the reason I mentioned that, and I mentioned it last hour, folks, uh, especially in this day and age, because of smoke alarms, because of the amount of material that is non-flammable, that, thank God, by the way, you know, number one, you don't have as many house fires. And then number two, when you have them, they, they're normally contained rather quickly. Now, I believe it was last week, there were 25 people that were displaced with a, a bad fire that, that took, took hold in Woonsocket. But again, they were, um, you know, they were just displaced. There was no one taken out. No one lost their life in, in that fire. But the Cranston thing, so we'll have to determine, and I, I, and again, I don't want to speculate, but two elderly men, maybe they couldn't get out of the house. Uh, maybe by the time, if it, I saw some of the photos, I mean, this thing really took off in the back of the home. So uh, all it would be is speculation. Something happened and <clears throat> then they were unable to get out. But just in this day and age, between in buildings that have sprinklers and then with smoke detectors. Um, it's it's just unusual to have something like that. And, and that's a positive, by the way, because we haven't had one of those uh, stories in a, in a little while. So, and I'm sure maybe we'll even learn more tonight. Again, Cranston PD Live kicks off 7 o'clock. We'll be riding uh, Juan and the Paisan, 7 o'clock right here. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show on this uh, windy Friday, by the way. It's very windy outside. It's The temperature is dropping. It's going to be a cold one tonight when we have to get out of the vehicle. That's okay. Not complaining. And then possible snow day. Although, you know, we've come this long without a major storm. It's going to hit in March. Normally it doesn't last as long. But anyhow, folks, remember, I'll use this as an opportunity. If you ever have an emergency... Remember, at Med Urgent Care, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, at Med Urgent Care. Now, I receive email all the time from many listeners that tell me they were in a situation where they needed someone to get urgent care. Someone was injured at home or something happened. They, they think to go to the emergency room, and then they find out, uh, at the emergency rooms, the waits are sometimes, you know, nine hours long, eight hours long. And at Med Urgent Care, I have visited both locations in urgent care situations, and we've been seen in less than 30 minutes, and then generally out of there in about an hour. At Med Urgent Care, they seven days a week, they have doctors and nurses. What's the difference? It's just faster. Cost-efficient alternative to hospital-based emergency rooms. At Med Urgent Care. So remember, let's just say today and this Friday, but if someone gets injured at work or if someone's in a vehicle accident, take them to Admin Urgent Care. And again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center. You can see the sign right from the road and then also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich across from Felicia's. At Med Urgent Care, always online at atmedurgentcare.net. Now, visit the website to Petro.com, which is doing uh, record traffic. And Petro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, one of our sponsors. They're terrific. 226 Coesed Avenue, Westwork. Uh, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge. 
I love going and eating at the Cuisine Inn, and it's such a, a large facility. This is also great for group function uh, or after a funeral collation. The Cuisine Inn, they are built for large parties. It is a good size place. And if you have a big group and you want to go and just be in the bar area, they have a, a great area there, the Cuisine Inn, 226 Cuisine Avenue in West Warwick. But um, check out the website, folks, because there's a couple different dynamics. Now, the first thing is, and and you notice, I'm hearing now other media are, are, you know, now they're interested in the story. But we have a couple things on the website. Number one, I was at the FBI raid yesterday. Boy, we had a busy day yesterday with the one on the scene live stream. We were at the FBI raid in the morning. I was at Central Falls High School last night where it was 500 people, none of them speaking English, all learning undocumented how they could start to drive in Rhode Island. Thank you, Governor McGreed. So um, I will have the video up on that later. We just ran out of time. But the FBI rate, and then I was at the standoff in Cranston last night. But two stories that are drawing a lot of attention. Number one. The Carbuncle Pond Coventry murder victim. I, and I want to say this. I know the state police. This is the woman December 21st. So there have been three high profile cases of missing women in, in Rhode Island. And I, can, I have covered an account for all three. As a result of different, for different reasons, people have been speculating they think there's a serial killer loose. I don't believe that is the case. <clears throat> it started last summer with Charlotte Lester. Those that wonder about the Charlotte Lester case, I, I'm going to repeat what I, I have been saying all along. If, you, if you're wondering about an investigation or crime, you, you follow the police. And I don't mean driving around. I mean, where do they go? And I've, I've covered in depth. They were at that home on Staples Avenue in Warwick for a month. One month. They were there 24-7. It was a crime scene. They weren't there because they liked the view. So that's Charlotte Lester. <clears throat> There's more I could talk about with that case, but I, I'm just going to hold off for now. But I, I think if you followed the Anna Walsh case from Duxbury in Massachusetts, I think that was a pretty good indication of how quickly things you know can move and how quickly evidence can be disposed of, unfortunately. So then on December 21st, uh, it started with a, a fisherman or someone fishing a carbuncle pond in Coventry. It's right near the Connecticut line. DM got called in, Coventry police got called in, Rhode Island State Police come in. And it's just been a mystery. Well, now we at least know who it is. It's a woman from Brockton. I believe she was early 30s. I have the story. I have her name. And she's originally from Cape Verde. So you see there's her obituary. In her home country, they did a story on it. Now, the Rhode Island State Police, I want to be very clear. They haven't released her name. I don't understand. I know it has to do with the investigation. I'm going to respect the state police. Obviously, I don't want to do anything to impede the investigation. Little unusual that they're not at least telling us the name. But that solves 
there, there's not a serial killer and you don't have all these missing women. And then the woman in Burrowville that they found, that was someone we had a cold spell. She used to, the woman was from Massachusetts. She used to walk on that lake in Burrowville and then tragically, it sounds like she fell into the ice somehow. <clears throat> but she has been identified. But the Carbuncle Pond, it, it's my understanding because I've been speaking, you know, I've been trying to find out who was the victim and what happened since I was out there on Wednesday, December 21st. It is my understanding through my investigating that they're, they're, I think they're trying to find the boyfriend. She was dating a guy from Rhode Island, white and bald. And I believe the individual that they'd like to speak with, what I have been told by her friend was her boyfriend worked with her in a factory where she worked. Now, the state police have not mentioned a boyfriend. The state police have not mentioned Leela Duart Deleuze of Brockton. They haven't mentioned that. But I, I, they haven't mentioned anything, as a matter of fact. But I think because of DePetro.com, I believe you're going to start to see the other media start to sniff around, which is fine. Now, which brings us to the other story that's there. Warwick School Committee, <clears throat> Karen Backus and the DUI police report. And I'm going to, I want to touch on that. I'm going to talk on that. Um, because a, a lot of her defenders are, are it, it's an, I, I want to mention something about that, folks. But before I do, this portion of the John DePietro show, remember, Propane Plus. Do you use propane? You do? Well, call Propane Plus, 401-885-4209. Propane Plus in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Propane Plus, heating and cooling, all your propane needs. Call Propane Plus today. Remember, they also have a very user-friendly website, <clears throat> residential or commercial, just put in your zip code, online at propaneplus.com. But if you use propane, I'm asking you, I'm requesting of you, I'm imploring you to call Propane Plus. The Rhode Island number is 401-885-4209 and in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. By the way, I want to say good afternoon to everybody listening in Bellingham and Rentham and Douglas and Worcester. I had a friend that was driving up to Worcester and said, Juan, I cannot believe how clear that AM 1380 comes in. I've been telling people it's it's very, very clear. And also in Attleboro and in Rehoboth and uh, in Pawtucket. And, and the 99.7 comes in great in Pawtucket and Providence, depending on where you are. Those that want to listen can listen. I hope you enjoyed uh, Lieutenant General Kalag, uh last hour. We're going to start to have him on the program a lot. That will be that will be posted uh, under radio show on depetro.com. But he's very he he was like me. He's been to Ukraine, so I enjoyed that. But I want to just talk about this Warwick story because a lot of the uh, the the people that have been trying to defend this member of the school committee, right? And they're all coming out. And they're sending me messages and they're posting. And now this woman works at DCYF, this Karen Backus. She also is a big union leader or whatever, union rep. 
So a number of union people that are in the DCYF union, they report to her. And then she's also on the work school committee. So a lot of her, and I want to touch on this. Ultimately, let me just be very clear. Ultimately, this is a decision for not only the voters of the city of Warwick, but it's, it's really a decision for the parents of the city of Warwick and children that go there. The defenses that are put out for her are, they're so lame, they don't want to address anything. Uh, I, I never said, and I don't expect her uh, individuals, you know, her friends to have the best. Hold on, did I see another person is leaving? Another person is leaving? Is this true? Oh, okay. Um, but uh, th- this whole business that people, oh, so no, you, some of you people haven't made a mistake. Oh, he without sin throw the first talk. We, we're not talking about that. What happened is until proven guilty. <clears throat> legally, she will be treated accordingly, legally under the law. No matter what is said or posted or mentioned, the comments by anyone that follows me, it, I, I want to be really, it has no bearing on her legal situation. So this business of, I thought she was innocent until proven guilty. Well, she is actually innocent until proven guilty. But let's, the, the, the larger question is not whether or not anyone has made a mistake. That's not the right question. That's what they want it to be. That's what her whole purpose, and I don't think I know her, but... <clears throat> The whole purpose of Karen Backus, like a lot of these school committee people, it's not to improve education. It's to give and get the union the contract they want. I want to repeat that. A lot of people still don't get that. You would think someone on a school committee cares about education, wants the best. That's not her objective. That's not her goal at all. It's to help her union teach her friends Get the contract they want. Now, as far as the city of Warwick, no one is moving to Warwick because of the schools. If they are moving to Warwick for the schools, it's because they're leaving worse schools. There are people moving from Providence to Central Falls, and they think, you know, Warwick's like Princeton to them. But Warwick has underperforming schools. Warwick, by the way, has very expensive schools because of. The teacher's contract. Warwick teachers, because of people like Karen Backus, get 90 sick days a year. I kid you not. 90-90 sick days a year. They are an underperforming school system. Education in the state is at a crossroads right now. With the union, it's all about preserving jobs and pay. You know, and look in Providence, you know, parents are protesting that they're going to close a school. It's not the parents protesting. It's the union getting the parents, putting them up to do these protests. If you have a, and I'm not going to get too far here, but just stay with me on this. But if you have a child, these the, you're going to hear in the news, and, and, and shame on the media. I don't have a problem if someone covers a story, but cover the story. You know, these people complaining about the Broad, uh, Broad Street School. 
They're at 46 percent capacity. They're using less than half of the school. And the kids that go to the school, they take the bus. They put them on a bus. No one's walking to school anymore. Oh, you know, the parents, we want our neighborhood school. What are you talking about? The kids are going to get on a bus. Instead of going one mile this way, they're going to go one mile in the other direction. Ludicrous. No, it's not about that. They don't want to close schools because, you know, neighborhood schools save our school. It's not about that. It's about the jobs at the blanking schools. That's what it's about. Warwick went through that. Finally, Warwick somehow closed vets. You know, they had Pilgrim, Vets, Tollgate. Then, they're, you know, maybe we don't need three. Of course, they don't need three high schools. Does Cranston have three high schools? No. How many high schools does Cranston have? East and West. Why did Warwick have three high schools? It's ridiculous. Why were they trying to save it? Same reason for the jobs. It's not about that. But let me just get back to this Warwick situation. Let's just be really clear. And if you haven't read it, log on to Petro.com. I was reading it yesterday. I was even doing a reenactment. And I want to address some of the comments. Oh, so are these some of you people, you're saying you haven't been pulled over? This isn't a matter she wasn't pulled over. That happens. Hey, tonight at 7 o'clock, I ride with Cranston PD. We pull people over. Sometimes they let them go. Sometimes they don't let them go. But... That, that's and for different reasons. A lot of times it's registration, you know, not stopping at a stop sign, whatever it is. So this isn't a matter of so some of you people have been pulled over. We're not talking about that. Some of you people haven't, uh, you know, been driving after you're drinking a little bit. We're not talking about that. Let's let's. And I know this is hard for certain individuals of low intelligence. Why don't we just. Instead of all these whatabouts, why don't we actually focus on this particular story? She was all over the road, this Karen Backus, according to the Warwick Police Report. She was all over the road. Now, in this day and age, this isn't a kid. I, th- I think she's 60 years old. So I, I, I don't care if... If, if you're 60 years old, I don't care if you're on the school committee or the town council. I, I don't really care what your occupation is or who you are. You should not be on the road. I mean, how, how these people, it's never been easier. And <clears throat> the penalties, granted, the penalties of drunk driving should be stiffer. But between Uber Rideshare, Lyft, cab companies, never been easier to get somewhere, right? She lives in Warwick. Her car's driving all over the road in Warwick. So they pull her over. It's not a matter of have any of you people. No, the question is, let's face it, she's very fortunate she didn't harm someone else or harm herself. The person, the drunk driver that crashes into a wall and takes their own life. That's one thing. But where this changes is then they hurt someone else. Obviously, as we saw last year, and we continue, it's still a major problem. Now, but that's not what happened. This isn't a matter of getting pulled over. This isn't a matter of, you know what? I apologize. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. 
I did have some wine or whatever it was. <clears throat> I'll take the test. I'm not even saying she has to take the test, but it is possible I didn't eat whatever led to that where someone is above the limit. But that's not what this was. And I gave, you know, people want to talk about Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. He got nailed on a DUI several years ago. I broke the story that he got nailed on a DUI. But even the police were saying he was a total gentleman about it. Okay, I guess I did. You know, it's my fault. We were drinking earlier. They were going to a house party. And I, I don't remember exactly what it was. But I think he blew a .09 somewhere over there. So, but that's not what this was. You read this police report that Karen Backus, this turned into a, a drunken mess of giving the police a hard time, soiling herself. Why, why won't the media report that? It's in the police report, soiling herself, and then at the police station, punching and assaulting a police officer. So th- this is really simple to me. And for all these defenders out there of her, and these people that are so upset that people are talking about it. What happened is, listen, this is actually really simple. The people of Warwick, this is about do people that hold elected office, is there a higher standard? It's, it's, you can't say, oh, so she's treated differently than other people. As a matter of fact, she is. As is, hey, listen, if pick an elected official. The mayor of Warwick, Governor McKee, whoever, if they get nailed on a DUI, she's an elected official. And then it goes beyond that. That's not just pulled over. She was arrested. The police report sounds like it got very messy. She was very belligerent. She was hostile to police and then eventually fighting with police. There's a difference. But here's the really simple part. Because I'm not going to go on and on about it and so forth. But this is up for the people of actually, ultimately, of Warwick to decide. Can, can we do better? Is that the standard we're looking for? When we're thinking of qualifications for someone that's going to be involved with education, shaping policy, <clears throat> holding the schools accountable. Can we do any better than someone who... Um, gets pulled over, arrested for drunk driving, and then is fighting with police. It's very possible the voters of Warwick, they say, nope, that's the best we're going to do. Then that's their problem. That's ultimately their problem. But don't act as if it shouldn't be talked about. Don't act as if that's not news. Like these people, the, the assistant principal at Tollgate was arrested for drunk driving. Has the superintendent ever said, let's get everybody in education together in, a, in one big room and let's talk about, you know, if, if you're working in education, you gotta be careful out there. You can't be drinking and driving. You can't be whatever, drug use. I, and, and I'm not saying they need to do that or should have to do that, but there's definitely a problem unless people want to say we cannot do any better. That's the best. No, nope. if that's what it comes with, then that's what we're going to put up with. Sometimes that does happen, as a matter of fact. Uh, there are athletes in sports that run into problems. 
but they're such a good player. Teams say we're we're gonna work through it. We're gonna work through it. Or sometimes, you know, without getting into a bunch of analogies, but there there have been actors when when Charlie Sheen was having that big major meltdown, right? Remember the whole thing with the tiger blood and and um, the head of CBS said, Charlie, here's what we're gonna do. Right? We have the CBS jet. We're going to pick you up. We're going to fly you to a rehab place. We're going to get you clean. We're going to pay for it because you're that valuable to us with two and a half men. And he, he obviously he wouldn't do it because he was so out of his mind on crack. But, but I, whatever it was he was doing. But I think it was crack. But folks, my point is there are instances where a team decides to overlook. Michael Vick decides to, all right, that happened, but we're past it and we're going to move on from it or various situations that happen or an actor. So that's what this is going to be. But don't act. This isn't about have any of you people been pulled over? It's not about whether or not anyone's been pulled over. So none of you have drunk, have been driving after you were drinking. It's not about that either. It's about, is there a higher standard? Do you want, and, and same thing with the assistant principal. Do you want, okay, you don't have a problem that the assistant principal at your high school gets nailed on a DUI. What else are you willing to, as I was saying, what, what about if, he, if there's a domestic situation? What if they're arrested, um, arrested for drugs? What if they're arrested for shoplifting? I mean, what, what other crimes are we Willing to overlook. There are politicians sometimes that come back. Anthony Weiner was on the comeback tour until more things came up. Marion Barry, famously, was still elected to be the mayor of D.C. even though he had those problems. So, but, but this business of somehow, you know, trying to shame the public. How dare you be upset just because she got pulled over? Uh, that that's not why people would be upset, and they try to shout them down. It's not about that. It's about what happened after that. Tonight in Rhode Island, there will be someone who will get caught on a DUI. <clears throat> but here's the thing: just how if she, I, I, does she even remember what happened? How how out of her mind was she that it led? If this wasn't License and registration. Again, log on at Dimitro.com. You can see the police report. You know, I'm a state worker. I'm on the school committee. Threatening them, not complying, urinating on herself, slipping out of the handcuffs, and then fighting and punching the police officer at the police station. <clears throat> to me, that doesn't sound like someone that says, I had two glasses of wine. Now, as I've said in the past, I've, I, I worked in a nightclub. I have, and I travel with police. Some of the individuals, if you saw when we pulled over that that um, Asian guy in the white BMW in Western Cranston, that guy could 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 not even stand on his feet. When we were at um, the guy that was walking along on um, Knightsville, and he urinated in front of the restaurant full of people, Cafe Itri, I think, or whatever. And he's like, what's the matter? What, I can't walk around? Well, it, it, no, it's not you can't walk around. It's when you were urinating in front of the people that were trying to enjoy their dinner. Um, 
I, I mean, you can see and tell when someone is out of it, intoxicated. And never mind, I, I worked in a nightclub where once in a while some of the regulars would not eat or go really hard or whatever. And they'd cause trouble, they'd get in a fight, we'd throw them out of the club. They'd, you know, be asking me, can you, you know, sometimes they'd get banned from the nightclub, which was, you had to do something really extreme. But, and they, they and many times they'd say to me, and I would say, you know, we, we were trying to talk to you. I was trying to say to you, like, listen, calm down. Do, you know, I, I don't remember that. It, it just goes to another level. So if someone wants to say, and I want to finish at this, because this, this situation in Orlando is very important. Very, very important with what happened in, in Orlando. Because it really affects everyone. Um, but if someone says that depending on the individual, um, she is so valuable to us, we are willing to overlook. I, I don't know if this individual has a drinking problem. A lot of times this is normally not the first time this has happened. It can, but normally there's a pattern, right? So, but if they say we're willing to overlook it, if someone who serves on the school committee or the city council, or if they're a police officer or a firefighter or a judge, as long as they do their job, it, as some people were saying, well, wasn't it on our own personal time? <laughs> as long as they do their job, we're willing to overlook whatever, if they do drugs, get arrested and fight at Twin River on a Friday night, it's none of our business. That is the, the judge's business, or that's the police officer's business, or that's, if, if someone on the city council wants to let loose and get you know loaded and fight with the police on the weekends in Providence, it's no business of ours as long, now again, that's your decision, that's their decision. But just let's frame it for what it is. This isn't, oh, so no one, anyone that got pulled. No, this isn't someone, as I said, that got pulled over. Oh, so none of you, this isn't someone who was drinking and driving. It's what it led to. It's what it led to. And it can. That is one of the problems with drunk driving is, and, and it happens. It's people view it as that could have been me. And that's one of the problems with it. That's what makes it so challenging. That's why it's it's always tough trying to reform reform the laws. Um, it's a major problem. I'm going to repeat what I've said. I, for whatever reason, and folks, good afternoon at 1241. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And, and it's, it's very disappointing that there's no elected official in this state that makes it their mission to cut down on the drink, uh, the drinking and driving. And I, I, I'll even be even more candid. I think the Mothers Against Drunk Driving, that organization, I think they're lacking. I think they don't go far enough. I think they're not aggressive enough. I think they should make more noise. We had two very high profile situations in the state last January and February, as I've talked about. Olivia Passaretti, 
and Matt Dennison, two high school students killed by drunk drivers. And where was the blanking outrage at the state house? You know what you get instead? Courtesy testimony that they give the parents at the state house. We're, and I, I want to be really clear. I said to Ashley Kalis, that should be, you should go ballistic on that and shame McKee to do more. Nothing. Nope. Wasn't, wasn't interested in it. No one ran for office and made it part of their mission. Not even Chaz Kalenda, who ran against Attorney General Pino Norona. I think there's a window for that. And, and I want to finish it at this. Um, I, as I've said before, and those of you who listen to the show know, that if you, and it's simple, as Don Lemon would say, Google it. Google the top 10 states that are tough against drunk driving. We're not in the top 10. Connecticut's in the top 10. Rhode Island, all we would have to do is mirror Connecticut. Are Connecticut drivers that much different than Rhode Island? No. You know what would happen? They'd say, well, we have to do our own study. We have to hire some consultants. We have to hire some lobbyists, see where this is going. And then they would just bury it in committee. Today, today, Governor McKee, Speaker Joe Sakachi, who I do believe is going to run for Congress, and Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, today, could sit in a room and say, we're going to make Rhode Island one of the top 10 toughest states on drunk driving, against drunk driving to protect our citizens, but they won't. It's big business, it's big business. The courts make a lot of money. The criminal defense attorneys make a lot of money. The lobbyists make a lot of money. Hospitality industry makes a lot of money. They won't do it. They won't do it for monetary reasons, but don't tell us you're concerned about it because you could do something about it. It's not like they couldn't do anything about it. They don't do anything about it. Folks, this portion, now I want to talk about what happened in Orlando because it's it's really important as we're learning more. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Now, it's going to be a little cold this weekend, but we're getting into the nice weather. Imagine your house, call them for a free quote, call Chris, 401-580-1852, 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors, patios, walkways, steps, how about an outdoor kitchen? Now, again, I get that it's going to be cold over the next few days, but instead of doing, I, I know someone that was trying to do an addition to their home. It's going to be triple what they thought it was going to cost. And then the guy said, I think we could get to it sometime next year. And they're like, forget it. No, I, I'm going to have an outdoor area that I'm going to use six to nine months of the year. Outdoor kitchen, landscape lighting. Uh, they can do outdoor fireplace, outdoor fire pit, retaining walls, lawn installation, excavation. Watch the Patriots outside, your nice outside area. Folks, limit, because remember their slogan, dream, build, enjoy, limitless outdoors. 401-580-1852, 401-580-1852 for limitless outdoors. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now at 1245, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM tonight. I will be riding Sergeant Corvasi, Cranston Police. We live stream whatever happens, boom. It's not a TV show. It's real. It's real life. And whatever happens, happens. I get people. Can you beep out the light? No. No. If we pull over, we have pulled over those guys, and one of them was swearing right next to me. It, 
There's nothing I can do about it. It's not television. It's not a show. It's it's real. Whatever happens. Now, last night, I admit, last night, armed standoff, eh, that would have been pretty good, but I was there. But Cranston PD Live, people love it. It's different. It's original content. Nothing like it. I also want to mention something, by the way, before I talk about Orlando. Sometimes I, I, somebody said to me, are you, do you condone some of the comments about this Warwick City School Committee person? Listen, we have, I, I can't, we have 46,000 people that use the, the Facebook page. Okay, but we, we have other states, other countries I, we use the strongest filter possible on Facebook. If someone, and, and I still don't understand people that use foul language and they think it's going to show up. If you're posting comments, I, I don't control it. I don't, this person, do you control, I, I don't even read them. I don't have time to read them. Unless something's very glaring or someone's putting misinformation. But the the hockey situation that we did about Portsmouth that had over five hundred comments. I, I don't have the time. Do you condone? I don't even know what people are writing. As long as they don't use foul language, or as long as they're not putting something slanderous, or as long as they don't attack me or someone that I you know work with or whatever. But people can disagree. Do I condone all the comments? I don't even know what the comments are. I know that I know there's no foul language being used, but there's nothing more. That's how people feel. People don't feel she. So do you like like I I don't have that kind of time. Are you looking at the number of people using it? I mean, if I really want to start tossing around the numbers, people's heads would explode. The past uh, two months, December and January, the Facebook page just went to another level. Um. It actually got into the millions. I know it does. It, it is ridiculous. It, to me, it's ridiculous. But if you've seen and it's there's an ebb and flow to it. I'm not saying all the time, but let me just pull it up right now. I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying all the time. But you go to insights, and okay, in the last, um, what is that for? Seven days. Last month, in the last month, 562,000 people on the page. That's just the last month. Now I'm going to tell you why that's down. Can I go to? Well, I could. Well, anyway, if I go to, yeah. <laughs> Should I even post it? December, January, 9.2 million. We, we had a video that, that did... Three million views. I I can't. I, I I can't. There's a lot of things I can control. That's not one of them. Here's the thing I would just want to mention before I talk about Orlando. <laughs> Some of the comments that make me laugh. These people. One woman said she's not going to follow the live stream anymore because I don't just start talking right away. Let me explain something. When we do the noon report, we do the noon report. Now we're on the radio, so I sign on to the Facebook. And you kind of give everyone a chance to get going. And I'm waiting for JR to say you're on. But you get it rolling. People get notified. So this woman, Paul, I'm not watching anymore. He doesn't, he, you have to wait for him to talk. 
I, I, I know that's someone used to the news of you put it on. It's like, boom. Now, last night, you know, we sign on. And then you're adjusting where you are. Trying to make sure the lighting is good. I'm trying to make sure I have a sense of the bearings. Sometimes you just let it roll a little bit. There are various things you can complain about. Various things you can complain about. I, that one, like, just surprises me. I'm not watching anymore because he doesn't start talking right away. I, uh, not most people are don't even watch it live. Most people watch it. They watch it whenever they watch it on demand. And and again, I, it's not perfect. And we keep working on it. And I have some new ideas to make it better. If you want to watch something, what time is it? If you want it, twelve fifty. If you really want to see something that. The rest of media is not covering, and I will have something up on the website, Petro.com, later today. But you, you, you have to see the video of me last night, only member of, of media in the Central Falls High School. They, they had an informational session, and they, they don't hide it. If you're in the country illegally and you want to be able to drive in Rhode Island, come to Central Falls High School. It was last night, Thursday night. I didn't know what to expect. First time I'd ever seen anything like that in Rhode Island. And if you see the video, I mean, that, that wasn't a few people. There were over 500. The line was literally out the door. 500. I thought there'd be some English, some Spanish. There was no, no one speaking English the entire time. Right? Central Falls. Now, they're not driving just around Central Falls. No shortage of people that want a license or whatever we're calling it, driving privileges. It's going to be that much harder for law enforcement. But you got to see the video. And people people were signing on like, what country is this? <laughs> what country is this? It's, it's, a, it's a country off the coast. It's called Rhode Island. That's the country. No, and I mean, there was no way. I thought at some point someone would get up and go back and forth. I I was obviously wrong. Um, Not the first time, won't be the last. There was, there was, there wasn't some English. There wasn't little English. There was no English. (laughs) Last night, zero. And all our law enforcement. They're going to be dealing with all this. All right. I want to touch on Orlando because it does affect our news around here. But before I do that, folks, on this Friday, uh, Friday in Lent, no meat today. I want to remind you about our friend Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Call today. Free consultation. 401-434-1510. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Office is located at 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence. Did I mention it's a free consultation? Listen, they're going to work with you, your goals, develop a financial plan. And on top of that, something that people overlook is whether or not you have long-term care coverage. Long-term care coverage, what does that mean? It means if you ever end up in a nursing home or there are people that are in assisted living or there are people that someone needs to go into a, a dementia ward, Alzheimer's. Uh, care. If you have long-term care coverage, you're covered. Otherwise, it can be wildly expensive. Call today. No, Not many people offer you things. I'm offering you a free consultation. Tom Bryan, major purchase planning, 
uh, education planning, tax planning. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Give him a call today. And also long-term care coverage, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence. Now, I want to just mention, and again, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, again, we go until 2. Next hour, a lot more sound. Uh, it is the year anniversary, the war in Ukraine. And um, and I'll talk about that a little bit, play some sound. And then more about the Cicilline situation in uh, and who I believe are going to be the final four. I'll say it now. No, I'll wait till next hour. Next hour. Now, again, remember, next hour, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or listen online at the website, tobejo.com. But we're learning more. And I, I, this is a situation that I, I kind of feel bad for law enforcement, the sheriff down in Florida. Because they were investigating. This has to do with that reporter that was killed. So... It was 11 o'clock and they were called to the scene and and there was a shooting, right? So they, they have an idea of the suspect. And he, he was a 19-year-old black male and had dreadlocks and they have a description of him. Now, now there's questions, why didn't the police put that out to the public? And, and maybe if, if you know by now, so I know the sheriff's office said they've never heard of the person returning to the scene of the crime. I actually think it happens more than they realize. But they um, or sometimes, as, as many of you know, when I cover a lot of the shootings in Providence, if it's a gang, they the gang sends someone back to see if there's anyone in the neighborhood talking. So I've been on crime scenes where, number one. You got to be cautious because you know it. It certainly draws your attention to who certain individuals are. Number two, I've been in situations that law enforcement want to use my live stream because they get tipped off that a gang member had gone and wanted to see if there was anyone talking or how the whole thing was breaking out. And so they they because many times when I do the live stream, it it picks up people that are are at the scene. But in Orlando. This has to do, to me, with the political correctness that has started to take over in the media. And it has to do with that they, they have stopped, for fear of offending someone, giving an accurate description of the suspect they're looking for. And a, a good example was what happened in Michigan State. CNN, they're looking for a person, red sneakers, denim jacket, you know, CNN actually crossed out. No, they said a black male. Black male. Now, CNN, number one, they don't want to get into gender. What if they misgender someone? What if it's someone who identifies as a woman? And number two, they're so fearful to say a black male. They're so fearful of that. So Orlando, if you're the reporter and you're on the scene and you have your photog, and they say the suspect we're looking for is a young black male, you know, certain age, a teenager possibly, wearing this and that, blah, blah, blah. And you're at the scene. It's like, hey, wait a minute. I think that's the guy. At least should be on, on guard. But this business of, 
We don't want to offend anybody. And it's going on more and more. And it's led, I know who it's led by. It's led by the progressives. I talked about it last hour. Providence College. The rest of the media, of course. I, You know, I'll reprint this. I'll put it out on DeBetro.com. It was September of 2020. One of the students, she was almost raped. She was assaulted. And the head of security at Providence College did the right thing. They want to alert the campus. And part of alerting the campus is they gave, what do you do? They gave a description of what the individual looked like. So at PC, they put out dark-skinned male speaking Spanish. So the, the girl who fought off her attacker as he was trying to commit rape, sexual assault, was only speaking Spanish. And he was short and he was dark-skinned. Do you know the head of security at PC was terminated. And then they retract the email and they changed it to the suspect was a not tall person. No, it wasn't. It was a short, non-English speaking, dark-skinned male. So in other words, the safety of the co-eds and the students at the campus took a back seat to the political correctness of afraiding to offend, and, and that's what happened in Orlando. The description should have been the suspect we're looking for is a young black male, considered armed and extremely dangerous. We're looking for a person. All right, folks, it's 1259. Here's what we're going to do. It's the John DePietro Show. We have another full hour to go. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I still have a lot more sound to play. Remember, next hour, you can listen. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or at the website, dpetro.com. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Be back on the other side. WNRI Winsocket. W260DC. WNRI.